You are now listening to the Here for the Truth podcast, hosted by Joel Rafidi and Erasmus Stylianessis. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 16 of Here for the Truth. Today, we have a special guest, Doris Osman. Some of you may know her on Instagram at Be Free with D. Doris has gone from being a full-time professional soccer player playing professionally overseas in Italy and has made the transformation to a full-time fighter for our rights and our freedom. Ever since she discovered the deep-rooted corruption in our country and in the world in general, realizing we have all been enslaved since birth, it's become Doris's mission to expose this and provide solutions for those who are seeking answers and a way out. Knowledge really is power. Now, for those that may not know, um, Doris and I are both located in and around Sydney. We're currently in week five or six, I don't know what it is, of a stage for lockdown. Um, this is totalitarian beyond any degree whatsoever. All small businesses are shut. Construction sites are shut. I'm getting nearly arrested for sitting at the park with a cucumber. There's helicopters circulating Sydney, telling people to go inside and stop playing basketball in parks. Otherwise, cops are coming. It is ridiculous. Doris, what the fuck is going on and what can we do about it? Oh, man. <laughs> this is what I've been asking myself for a few months now. <laughs> yeah. uh, well, look, I don't know if you've um, seen, I've spoken about the Magna Carta a few times. Have you seen that on my, on my page? I've seen a little bit, but let's, let's, let's get into that. I think that's probably a good place to start. I think the best place to start is what is the Magna Carta and why is it so important? So the Magna Carta is pretty much the king of all constitutions. And in 1215, there was a really tyrannical leader, King John, or I think King John, I think it was. And he um, he was doing all sorts of things like taking over people's taking over people's lands, um, killing people, and the the people had enough. And so, what they did was they um, they rounded him up and they got him to sign a the Magna Carta, which was to prevent all any future leaders from from being too tyrannical. And so the barons were in charge of this as well. They were like the head, the head people who sort of overse the overseers of the Magna Carta. Mm -hmm. And there's a spe specific clause, Article 61, which you use, um, you invoke if you, any government, any leader is tyrannical. And in 2000 and I think it was 13, 2013, they invoked it in, in the UK. And the barons invoked it because there was a bill that was being passed that was allowing foreign entities to have control over the country. And so they invoked it and they petitioned the queen and she responded stating that she had been usurped, which means taken over. Wow. And then ever since then, um, it hasn't been completed and you need to complete it. You need to, you know, charge the the necessary people for treason, for committing treason. Um, and treason is the worst crime ever because it means that you're pretty much destroying a whole nation of people. And we fall under that because this um, Magna Carta 
was signed under for all Commonwealth countries and ex-Commonwealth countries. Mm -hmm. So I think the the US and Canada fall under it as well. Um, and what I realized when I was looking into this was that we actually are not, a, we don't have a, we think we're, we're a democratic country. We think that we're, we have freedom of choice and like we believe that by voting that we're democracy but that doesn't mean anything um we don't have anyone regulating the government and part of the magna carta is that you need to have a jury of the peace and a jury of the peace is a is the people who regulate and oversee what the government is doing mm -hmm. and they are capable of nullifying any laws that are breaching human rights and are too tyrannical. We don't have that in place. So the government can do whatever it wants essentially. And we're not, we're, they're above us completely. And there's the people need to be above them to stop that from happening. Because we created the government to serve us. And it's somehow been twisted and turned around and now they're completely controlling us and taking advantage of us. And as you can see what's happening today, yep. So yeah, so I, when I discovered this and I discovered the founder, um, David Robinson, he, um, he studied the Magna Carta for 20 years and um, he actually uh, used it successfully. Um, in the UK, he was able to get out of paying council fees and all sorts of things, because that is considered treason making people pay for natural resources for example um, there's so much that is happening that we don't even realize that is so wrong and yeah. obviously that comes with the indoctrination and you know when we're born we're, we're just programmed from the beginning and to not even realize and notice these sort of things that are going on if that makes sense yep yeah <laughs> so what's the solution mm. well so Article 61 has been invoked and what you do is you um, swear an oath under Article 61 and then you, um, you send notices to the courts, the councils and the cops stating and providing evidence that treason has been committed and that they have a duty to resolve this and restore rule of law. And then what you do is essentially you take over the main buildings um, and you demand that the jury of the peers is restored and that that allows jury nullification and to sort of get rid of all of this yeah that's pretty wow. much to sum it up <laughs> yeah. yeah so this so how can we how can we use this today and what's 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 your role and how do you what's how, how do you pursue this in bringing people together to actually enact this? How do you think this can be tangibly placed or tangibly used in the real world today to help solve these, solve these problems that we're facing at the moment? Is it a matter of making everyone aware so we can assume responsibility of what is actually going on and invoke this or? Yeah, well, that's what I'm finding challenging at the moment is that there's a lot of propaganda and yeah. a lot of misinformation around the Magna Carta. First of all, they say it was signed under duress, but all, all of these sorts of things are signed under some sort of pressure, but the, the guy didn't have a knife at his neck, you know, 
they were threatening to to kick him out as a leader but when he signed it he was kept kept in as as the king still he was still kept as the king to continue his his um you know leadership but um his rule sorry um so there 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 are a lot of misinformation and that and people who believe that the pope actually changed the magna carta and got rid of article 61 and the thing is that no one has the authority but the people to change that the magna carta the magna carta is a people's law it's common yeah. law and um so there's a lot of misconceptions and misinformation and people believe that it has no effect or standing today yeah. in today's day and age as well as in our country that's another thing that i have to try and fight against yeah, well I, I understand that because i mean like i didn't know about it right and that's at times you can feel incredibly powerless thinking that these people are just doing what they're doing and there's there's, there's no solutions and there's actual no constitutional leg for us to stand on um but how how are they able to just continually i guess usurp this you know what i mean like what where, where do we where do we go from here to actually reenact this power is, is is what i'm asking yeah i mean well it was invoked and when when article 61 was invoked um that means that that is the only law in in effect and um wow. nothing else applies yeah. until that is sorted in 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 a way yeah. to explain it the most simplest way um and so everything else that's going on and, and even all these acts and statutes that have been passed through, they're all unlawful. Yeah. They're all unlawful. And um, the best way is, is for the people to unite and essentially take over the, the main buildings, the courthouses. Those are ours. They're yeah. not the governments. The courthouses are for us. Yeah. And just stay in there for days if we have to and demand a jury of the peers to nullify and restore rule of law and yeah. rule of law is common law and it's getting rid of all these corporations and all these things happening under our noses that we didn't even realize yeah. um all the treason that's been committed like yeah so i hope no, that answers you. your question oh yeah no <laughs> definitely answer the question so let's do it let's get to the courthouse <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it might, well, it might take a little while for me to get to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right, bro. We'll wait. You might have to get some magic juice to get here, though. Uh, no and I mean, fucking like, way. Protesting is like the, the the protest that happened a week ago. I mean, it was amazing in in, in the way that it, it made a statement that there are so many of us against this, and you know, it was beautiful to unite with others who are like minded, but at the end of the day, what did it achieve in terms of changing the situation? We just returned home back to our nightmare, you know? Yeah. Um, and I think if we're going to do another big, make another big statement, this time it should really do something, you know? And Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. But like, I mean, there's it seems as though there's always a line that people aren't willing to cross, right? Like you go to these protests, you see people get arrested, everyone just walks away, backs away. You know what I mean? It's like... It's almost like the, the police are still controlling these protests. It's almost as, as though you mean we're still walking within their their lines and their and their jurisdiction to an extent. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, pe people are there for the moment and for the hype, but then where do, where do they go from there? 
because this tiptoe is happening. Control is being continually um, taken further and further. Um, you mean, while we're just sitting here as, as sitting ducks, basically doing nothing, you know what I mean? Like we're, we're talking about a virus, which is virtually non-existent. And I'm not allowed to sit at the park with my family, right? Without being harassed. When the cops came that day, I began to walk away. This guy literally grabbed me. He grabbed me, right? This is this is completely illegal. I go, I'm not under any criminal investigation whatsoever. So like, you have to give me your name and your address, or you're under arrest, right? That would have that would have been an incredibly unlawful arrest. But what am I going to yeah. do? I'm not going to let um, my two year old daughter see me get arrested and traumatize her in, in in that manner. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But these people just have no. They got no understanding of of the law. They're all on a power trip, and. I, I'm just like, where, 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 where the hell do we go from here? Like, who do we, who do we complain to? How do we, how do we actually unite everybody to to do something about this? Um, what are, yeah, like, what, what, what other solutions do you have for people at this time? Because we're seeing police infringe on people's personal boundaries beyond anything imaginable. People, they're, they're trespassing into properties now. There's just no consideration whatsoever um, for anything, and it's beyond any any rationality right you can't expect rationality from these people at the moment what are your thoughts on all that i mean it's really scary because we're seeing these guys step outside of their authority and their jurisdiction Mm. and do things that are totally unlawful i mean i had uh, the other day um i was approached for not wearing a mask anyways long story short the guy proceeded to tell me this is a law enforcement like this is the police they're meant yeah. to enforce the law they're meant yeah. to know the law yeah and he said to me he said the public health order overrides the constitution <laughs> and i was like this is very this is very very worrying because if these people are walking around thinking that these public health orders are that's know, right the concept yeah. of our society now and uh, override the constitution which is our very basis for all our laws and you know and it's it's very worrying and i looked at him and i said nothing overrides the constitution like i couldn't believe it but yeah and um, this, this guy basically reiterated the same things same thing to me i go it's not the law he goes it is the law he goes they changed the law two days ago but like if our police are so uneducated like how do we how are you supposed to negotiate yeah. from yeah. from any place of practicality or reality because the, the the law is the reality but if they don't know the reality and they're acting from this fantasy world like it's like what it's, what do you yeah. even do you know it's i was having scary. and yeah. the best advice i could give is um to know your rights and yeah. know what to say because regardless you, you may be arrested just for standing up for yourself hmm. but the the best thing you can do is have that evidence of you you know stating that you don't consent and explaining that you know they don't have authority and so when it goes further to court, you're protected. You haven't incriminated yeah. yourself. Yeah. If that makes sense. Definitely. It's getting to a point where it's unavoidable to yeah. not have a fine or not, you know, be charged for something because yeah. they have no idea what they're doing and they think they have all this authority. And we're just going to have to deal with it in court and set a precedent. Um, you know does that yeah. make sense? Yeah, that yeah. absolutely yeah. makes yeah. sense. My, my wife was filming the altercation, carrying my newborn baby. And he goes, keep filming. I'm coming for you next. While she's holding a baby. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? 
you, oh you my know, God. The, it, I love what you said because I was having a conversation with uh, with Paul Enslaved at the Music and Sky Festival, and he says until people are willing to push papers, like by saying pushing papers, I mean like go into court, get people's yep. names, knowing the law, um, you know, suing people, whatever the you know language is. This is an area that I've gotten too well versed in. Like I know basic elements of the law, but it's something that I want to learn more of. But going to a protest and everything is great, like you said. But are people willing to to one educate themselves? And then two, start pushing those papers, you know, suing people and taking their names, writing their name down. Um, yeah. you know, I think that's what it's going to come down to. Yeah. Yeah. And that, like, you really need to be um, cautious of what you're saying to them. And, you know, they, they ask you questions to incriminate yourself. And the idea is to throw the questions back on them, but not to be disrespectful or belligerent. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and just be like okay I'll comply but can you just answer this for me you know and you throw it back on them and you and you sort of get them to realize what they're doing is wrong you ask them so where is your your authority to to ask me this can you show that to me I, I'm happy to to do it but I first would like to see your authority and so you lead them down a path where it's like they can't prove that what they're doing is okay and yeah. you know and if they were to like arrest you or do something it's like yeah. well you haven't incriminated yourself and you know if anything you've proven that this this guy has no idea what he's talking about what he's doing yeah. <laughs> um and i think people are so scared of a fine or like of a charge or going to court yeah mm -hmm. that they're not sticking up for themselves and their rights um yeah. well everyone's level of comfortability <laughs> yeah everyone's level of comfortability is being pushed now right mm -hmm. So it's almost like we're all being called to expand our knowledge in this area if we're actually going to move on to the next level to have, to have a chance at, I guess, usurping this tyrannical government or, or, or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Um, but people are comfortable. People, people like not getting fines. People like not having to worry about the police rocking up at their house. And fair enough, right? But at the same time... It's like you cannot, you can't expect rationality from these people anymore. And it's up to us. The responsibility and the onus has to fall on us at this point. And we've been, we've had blinders on the entire time. Um, and they've just, you mean, built this, this regime around us. And it's like, okay, what are you going to do now? Right? The, literally the devil's at your door. What are you, what are you going to do now? Yeah, literally. Yeah. And there are really good lawyers out there who are helping us and they they can be, they understand the law. They can see what's going on and they find it. I've spoken, I've spoken to so many lawyers and they can't believe what's going on. And the, the amount of um, laws that these guys are breaking and stepping out of jurisdiction, mm. it, it's incredible. And so we can use this as an opportunity to set an example, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and to go even deeper, we, if you go with common law and if you understand that stats, stats, um, acts and statutes apply to persons which are corporations and trusts and not living men and women, you don't even need a lawyer because you don't need anyone to represent you in the court. You um, come as a living man or woman. So that gets that's a little bit deep. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. much about that that stuff have you looked into a little, that or? Yeah, a little bit this this links into yeah. like maritime law and um yeah birth certificates yeah. and whatnot yeah I, I have i have looked into have you how far have you gone down that rabbit hole have you have you represented yourself in court as a living woman yet well i'm actually going to be doing that soon um 
so we'll see how we go (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah i haven't i have i've been researching researching all of it and looking into it and i actually went yesterday to the um the rms and i did something to my driver's license i i changed my driver's license and i signed um under under my signature i've written all rights reserved and um that means that you reserve all your rights as a living man or woman and so if you don't write that it means that you've contracted to all their their rules you know their their driving rules um so yeah that's that's interesting and i and i managed to do that yesterday so I can right. use that in court and show the judge and say, look, there's a problem here. And they'll know exactly what you're talking about when they see that. They, yeah. they know the game. They know the game. And this is all a game. It's, it's like a game of chess. I don't know. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's an act. So, there's a, we're, we're, yeah. we're on a stage and they're all actors and there's a big veil which we yeah. can't see, right? And this, this, yeah. this veil is what's holding, holding this all together. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are you able to speak a little bit on on your on your views on like maritime law and birth certificates and um, us being treated as corporations? Yeah, so I mentioned before that we we created the government to serve us, and so being the, the creation of man can never be above man, and so the way that the government has been able to have authority over us is by turning us into corporations and legal fictions with our birth certificate. Um, so the, the something happens when you're born and, and you get that birth certificate, the way it's signed and the, the legal jargon on there is actually creating a twin, essentially. Your yeah. twin, that's a corporation. Yeah. And from then on, they're no longer dealing with you as a living man or woman. They're actually joindering to that tweet, that that dead entity yeah. to your, I don't know, your driver's license, your passport, your Medicare card, your bank accounts. And they're not dealing with you anymore. You're, they're dealing with a, a legal fiction, a corporation. Yeah. Um, and that's where, where uh, like I mentioned earlier, acts and statutes apply to, um, but not living men and women. And so if you look at all acts and statutes and laws, they're always written um, with uh, applying to persons. And if you look at Black's Law Dictionary, the meaning or definition of a person is a corporation, a trust, or legal fiction. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. And that's all maritime law. Like, I mean, they, when you get a citizenship, a citizenship is they're taking you by boat, by ship out to sea, and they've joined the Jew and, and created this like other identity. So there's all these words and, and, mm-hmm. and, yeah. um, and we don't actually understand the, the definitions of these words. I understand if, if when a police officer says to you, do you understand what that means is do you stand under me? And you're, you're straight away, if you say, yes, I understand, you're straight away contracting with them and consenting to the terms and the conditions of the contract because yeah. this is all contracts. It's all con- We're always contracting now yeah. based on like maritime law. Yeah. And we've, we've, really we've been, we've been conned are. through the language which they've taught yeah. us, right? And, and which which we've adopted. It's it's yeah. a it's a it's a bit of a, a trip. It's, to, to it's go really on. deep. I've I've dabbled in this, and I I have yeah. friends of mine that go into this, but I have not gone yeah. down the rabbit hole. And I feel like it's yeah. like the next step to really understand 
It's time, uh, man. I'm very. Like, I know. Yeah. Especially here, man. The pressure's turned up, and it's 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 time. And I. This is something that I implore everyone to to dive deeper into. Definitely. Um. So if, all right. For example, now we have, say someone gets a fine and in an, an, an infringement for um for breaching whatever public health order there is um what's what's your solutions is it to actually take that to court or do we just ignore that because it's not legal <laughs> all right so this gets um interesting if i didn't come across the magna carta i would have said take it to court and um i would say no so i would say to send them notices to prove their authority over you as, as a living man or woman okay Okay, so there's like a process where you go through, you send three notices and sometimes they work, sometimes they continue to fight it and you will need to end up in court mm-hmm. um, to fight it in there. And there are people who have won. Um, it's, just, it's just a lot of time and energy because yeah. they make it so hard for us. They really do. Um, however, coming across the Magna Carta, Article 61, Using their courts, entering their courts and entertaining anything that they have, any of their contracts, um, is considered aiding and abetting the treason. So the, part of the Article 61, it states you are not to go into their courts because you're contributing and you're playing the game. Does that make sense? Yes. And they and so the goal is to just send them notices that I send under article, like the way you get around is you send, send notices saying, yeah, I send under article 61 and um, the court is treasonous in the way it's set up. So I cannot enter that court until it's restored, until the rule of law is restored. Um, so it's pretty much the article 61 stops all bullshit. It's like, we're not playing this game. We're restoring rule of law. And yep. we will not enter unless it is not maritime jurisdiction. It's for the people. It's um, common law. Wow. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does yeah. make sense. It does yeah. Make sense. So I'm still learning about Magna Carta. Yep. There's so much to go through. I mean, it was, it was put together in 1215. So that's a lot of history to go through. Yep. And um, there are people who know more about it, who I'm constantly talking to and asking questions and yeah, so this is something they're very passionate about is not to not to entertain the system and aid and abet the treason. Yeah. Um, and just put a stop to it, send them your notice and yeah, but it's very hard because they're acting like they don't recognize it. Yeah. All right. So, so, so check this out. Um, so you're a, you're a conventional Pisces, right? But yeah. This- esoterically well in reality the sun was actually in aries at the time of your birth and your rising sign is what's opposite aries so your rising sign is actually your your core personality your core temperament it's the means by which you achieve to destiny so your rising sign is the constellation that was actually visible in the sky when you were born and that was libra okay and libra Mm. is represented by the tarot card justice so this oh is la- this is lady justice. This is <laughs> truth, honor, integrity, fairness in law, right? So this is by no coincidence what what you're here to do and what you're called to serve at at this point in time. 
<laughs> that is crazy. What the hell? Yeah, dude. There's there's no there's there's no coincidences. This is this is you. This is your individuality. This is your makeup. This is your this is your destiny that you're stepping into. This is your authentic path that you found by yourself. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm so curious. Thank to- you. <laughs> that was awesome. That, that was Welcome. awesome, man. I'm so curious. Speaking of that path, what brought you to this place? Yeah. Because you know you were a professional athlete. Yeah, um, I was. So how did you go from, you know, professional athletics, playing uh, football or soccer, whatever you want to call it, uh, depending (laughs) where you are in the world, and uh, now to freedom fighting? All right. Well, where do I begin? I mean, as when I was younger, I used to look at our lives and I was a curious kid and I used to think, is this what life is about? Like, I used to see my parents and everyone else, you know, work their butts off. And I actually, like, I remember being young and thinking how sad it was that, you know, we'd work, we'd go to school, we'd go to uni or TAFE, and then we spent all these years, like, you know, in in the program of learning and having to, you know, wake up early in this routine. And then when we finish that, we go to work and we spend, like, all most of those years, you know, paying off a house until we're, what, 60, 65 and we can finally retire, but we're too old and withered away to even enjoy the, pre- the pleasures of life. So I always thought that this is really depressing. Like, is this what life's about? And I remember it, back then I used to like research and look up things and I came across David Icke. I don't know if mm. you guys know him. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, You've heard of him. And a lot of the yeah. things that he said really resonated with me, even though, you know, some of it was a bit, bit like <laughs> full on. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I always kind of had at the back of my mind that, you know, things weren't, this, this shouldn't be how, li- like, life shouldn't be like this, you know? And um, anyway, so I, I followed my football career and I was in Italy at the time when, um, when this so-called pandemic happened. And I was like right in the heart of it with, with Italy being like the worst, one of the worst countries. And I, they stopped us from playing and the country was going into lockdown. And I thought, something's not right here. And um, yeah, I, I, something did not feel right. And I remember when I was hearing that it was going into lockdown, I booked my ticket the, that same day within four hours, I was out of there coming back to Australia. And I was obviously on house arrest for two weeks quarantining. And in those two weeks, I just did some intense research and I realized what was going on. Um, I was aware there was an agenda to enslave humanity, um, but I just never thought it would be in my lifetime. I always believed it would be down the track. You know, I always knew there were prominent individuals, wealthy individuals who were controlling the world's wealth and and resources and finances and media. I was always aware of that, but I knew that it was happening now. And yeah, and then that's when I I I I couldn't understand when they were telling us to stay in our houses and suffocate ourselves and we had to somehow comply against our will. I couldn't comprehend that. I thought, how is that? How can you make someone do that? And so I started to really delve deeper on, and that's when I came across common law, the birth certificates and how we're actually, we're actually enslaved. Um, and here I am now. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 
what role do you think the athletes play? Because you see this, you know, all over the media, you know, some athletes are speaking out and they're like, I got to delete my tweet now. I'm getting backlash. <laughs> like, you know, to what degree do you think, you know, people in the public eye need to step up? But a lot of people are risking their careers, especially around this whole, um, you know, pharma magic juice issue, vaccination. Like, what are your thoughts on that, on people who are in the public eye and, and what role they should play and et cetera? I think... Um if you are aware of what's going on, you have a responsibility, a duty for humanity, being someone who is looked up to, to speak up and have some integrity. Because if you're just complying and even worse, if you are, you know, being, being a promoter to this, you are contributing to enslaving humanity. And that's some serious, heavy karma on your behalf. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, but I don't know if these people know what's going on and they're afraid or if they've sold their souls, like, so to speak. And, you know, they're part of those elites who are, you know, doing all of this. I don't know. But yeah, I think that they, they have a duty as people who are looked up to, um, to speak out. And um, personally, I would rather, you know, lose my followers and lose my, you know, promoters or sponsors, um, then, then, then being part of enslaving in humanity. And if I was in a position to make a difference and help others and, and, and possibly save, even save people, I would, it's totally worth it over money and fame. And mm -hmm. that comes down to whether that individual has integrity or not and where, you know, their principles lie. Yeah, I'm curious what you thought about uh, during the Euros recently when Ronaldo showed up to the press conference and took the Coca-Cola bottles and just like moved them away and said, agua. Like, I, I have so much respect for that guy. You know, I used to think he was really cocky. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, same here. But he even um, he even tweeted like a year ago, PC, PCI is bullshit and then they mm -hmm. made him delete it. So I have a lot of respect for anyone who, you know, stands up to this. And yeah, I, I, that made me so happy to see yeah. that, especially, yeah. I've seen yeah. him in a few photos too, where everyone's wearing a mask and he's not wearing one. He's just like, yeah, yeah so, but I agree with <laughs> you. I didn't, I, I thought he was a little bit, had a little bit of an ego and this was cocky and he probably still does, but it doesn't mean people with egos and cockiness can't stand up for certain values and have integrity in certain ways. Uh, so I thought that was pretty awesome. And then he, by him doing that, someone the next day did the same exact thing. So, you know, yeah. I think when, when more people, you know, have courage, it inspires other people to be courageous. And I think the more of us that do that by speaking out and standing our ground, it's just going to, it's going to, um, you know, it's just going to spread like wildfire and there will be the yeah. tipping point. And I think we're getting close to it in some ways. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people look up to these guys and, if you're out there promoting a vaccine um, or promoting any of this, they, it, it, I don't, I just think it's really um, misguiding and dangerous, you know, because people look up to them and they, I don't know, there's like some sort of idol worship going on too, which is, you know, I yeah. think we need to deal with that as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's a question of morality, right? And like, obviously, we all know what the moral thing to do is. And obviously, you have your moral compass intact and and the, th the three of us do. But I guess when you get to these different statures or, or levels of, you know what I mean? 
heightened public awareness or whatnot. I mean, what, what, what did you do to, to get there? And for what reason isn't your moral compass now skewed enough to encourage someone to take experimental drugs, which you have no idea about, that are still in clinical trials and, you know what I mean, are killing thousands of people every single week? Like, how, who, who can do that? How, how could you possibly, you mean? Yeah, it's, it's crazy. It's fucking yeah. crazy. And like yeah. you said, I didn't think it would, it would happen in, our, in my lifetime either. I've been aware of the agenda for a long time, but this has accelerated far quicker than I think anything any of us could have imagined, right? Yeah. I remember reading about agenda 2021, 2030, et cetera, et cetera. And yeah, I was warning people and yeah, I believed it. But the fact that we're now actually here in 2021, and this is the actual case of, of reality on earth at this point in time, it's it's tough to comprehend. It's a big pill to swallow. There's no well, doubt especially about that. Just, yeah, especially going from two weeks to flatten the curve to medical segregation and restaurants here uh, all, all over the world probably that I can only speak on for here in the US. But like we're only going to serve vaccinated um, customers. I mean, it's just, it's kind of mind blowing the level of mind control and programming and, and behavior modification that has occurred in the last 16 months. You know, because yeah. for those of us, we're, we're, calling, we're talking about vaccine passports, not just last year, but even before that. And we were looked at like being crazy individuals that have lost their minds. And yet here we are. It's, it's mind blowing. I know, right? I mean, I wish I was wrong. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, wish I, I wish I was crazy. Like, I really do. I wish this wasn't real, but we're being proven right as time goes on. And it's like, you know, wake up. <laughs> before yeah. it's too late yeah you know one of the big things that i'm hearing from so many people especially around the vaccine is that there are people who are reluctant and hesitant but because of convenience they're choosing to get it or because of their family because of their partners uh, because of their job i'm curious in your situation like standing up and speaking out um, and having integrity around this issue and other issues what have you found in your personal life you know with people in your life, family, parents, other uh, football players in your team? Like what, what, have, what has been the feedback? Have you lost friends? Have people like secretly been like, yeah, I'm on the same page as you, but I just can't really speak out like you can. Like, I'm just curious, how is this whole thing and you stepping, let's say more into your power, whatever you want to call it, how has that impacted your life and your relationships? Oh man, it's been tough. And I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. Um, when I first started speaking out last year in, in March, um, people were just, they, they, they were questioning my sanity. I had really good friends ringing me saying, are you okay? Mm. <laughs> um, and yeah, it's come to the point where these people um, think I'm a danger to society. I'm unselfish. I'm ignorant. And so I've lost friendships, um, family members, also who don't agree um they don't like, obviously they don't speak to me anymore but you get the others who um and a lot of the people who are aware of what's going on as well and agree they're kind of in the shadows because they're afraid of being you know treated that way and shamed and mm -hmm. labeled all these things and they are silently you know supporting me um but I've come to a point where I've started to say to these people, you need to speak up too, because 
that could encourage others and get others to question it. Because if there's just only me and a small number of people doing that, um, we're the minority to them. And it's like, it's not, it's, it, it's not a trend. You know what I mean? Do you know what mm -hmm. I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, so it's been very tough and I've, I've gone on a really deep spiritual journey in, I feel as though um, I no longer care what people think of me anymore because I've had to deal with people thinking very low and badly of me. And that's been as difficult as it, as it has been, it's been very freeing. Um, and I suppose like, until you care what others think of you, they will control your behaviors, if that makes sense. So mm -hmm. um, it's, yeah, I feel so free in that aspect that I don't care. And because yeah. I know the truth, and I am standing in my truth. Um, I cannot stay silent knowing what I know. Um, to me, that's just impossible. I mean, yeah, so it is what it is. And I know one day, well, I hope one day these people will see where I'm, where I was coming from and realize that my intentions were always good and pure. And if they don't see that now, that's that's fine. I mean, that doesn't bother me. That's not going to change my behaviors. And I'm going to still keep doing what I'm doing it and, you know, trying to help humanity, you know? <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Have you, this is a conversation I've been having with so many people. My wife and I, we've been having gatherings at our home for, you know, the last however many months. And I'm meeting new people and I have this instant connection because we align mm. on this issue and i find that it's such a deep connection and like love with some of these people that i've known for a few months and there are people in my life that i've known for 10 15 20 years that yeah there may be this heart connection there but it's almost like this weird feeling of like i don't even want to spend time with you anymore but then these new people where we're aligned on such core values it's just, I don't know, these relationships that are blossoming over the last 16 months have just been incredible. And I'm curious if you've experienced that as well. I have, I, I have, I, I totally relate to that. Um, I have friends or friendships now and people in my life now that I'm connecting with at such an incredible level that I've never connected with anyone before, mm -hmm. you know, and and it is because of what you said, where we're aligned in our beliefs, in our morals and um, our intentions are the same. And that is so powerful. Um, and it's, it's so beautiful. And I, I even was saying, you know, despite how messed up this all is and how traumatic it may be, I'm actually really grateful for these connections and these um, beautiful things that are happening along the way and yeah it's it's a yeah it's, you gotta look at it yeah it's really special and that's the silver lining i don't think this podcast would have happened i don't think joel and i would have connected and have have had the desire um to create something like this if it wasn't for everything that was going down and and even people in my community here in california such incredible people i've connected with that i don't think i would have if this event didn't let's say force us to really look deep down within and and have a dialogue with ourselves about who we are and what do we stand for 
I, I'm in the holistic community, you know, as a holistic health practitioner and other things that I'm involved in. And, you know, there are other practitioners who I would assume would be connected to this deep spiritual connection and connection to nature. And yet they're not, they're, they're lining up um, for the jab. They're, they're telling their clients to get the jab. And it's like, so you're spiritual and connected to nature on paper, but in reality, it's, there's this disconnection that just feels so obvious. And uh, I just, again, I find that, I, I, I find it in interesting that it's like this event, what's happening these last however long is really forcing people to come face to face with their true value and who they are and, and who they think they are and how they wanna move forward. Uh, and so I'm so grateful for that. And it's been a blessing and my relationships have, have grown even deeper because of it. So it's really cool to hear you say that. And, um, and why, why argue with reality? This is what's happening. Yeah. And so what are we gonna do about it? That's the thing, right, man. That's the, that's the hardest part is you mean trying to yeah i guess realize that you can't really argue with it and it is what's happening but at the same time it's made the line in the sand really 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 clear and we know mm -hmm. where everyone stands right um and there's there's something to be said about because we're realizing now that aligning with other people on the core things such as what we value what we prioritize morality really is the deepest possible connection as opposed to what we've been conditioned to spend 15, 20, 25 years with someone realizes no actual connection there. Um, yeah, man. No, I, I hear you, bro. And it's, it's happened for all of us. And it's a, it's, it's, a very, it's a very sobering time. But at the same time, it's forced more realness, more authenticity, more truth. Everyone's being squeezed, right? It's like a compression. Um, and uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful to be here at this time at the end of the day. I mean, it fucking, it fucking sucks having to deal with the cops. <laughs> yeah i mean i can't imagine what you're dealing with in australia it's it's a whole nother level than than we're here here in the, in the u.s and i'm in california which is a pretty uh crazy state with things going on but you know i don't have cops knocking on my door um three days in a row so it's, <laughs> they'd have to find us first so i don't know if that, that'd be difficult but you know, <laughs> we're, we're a little far out yeah crazy times huh <laughs> definitely yeah, crazy times but, but, so what's what's on the cards for you going forward from here what, what 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 are your what are your plans to continue to pursue what it is that you feel you need to pursue well i think and i've actually made this decision quite recently i think i'm going to have to keep focusing on the magna carta yep. and trying to educate others and get people prepared for call to action which is taking over the buildings the courthouses um yeah, I think that is that is what I what I'm looking at because I mean we had we had the protest and it was amazing, but we've seen <laughs> we've seen the uh, reaction, you know, and I think um, they have put things in place to make it really difficult for us. Um, and obviously, people are worried about these fines, and I don't know. We just need to do something that's going to get a, a solution and have an effect, you know. Um, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I'm always looking and researching, um, but so far, the Magna Carta to me is is the most um, necessary, and yeah, it makes sense more I'm than. So, I'm so curious. I'm, I'm really, really curious. Um, so where is it that people can? Where would you recommend them to go to to start diving into the Magna Carta to understand that on a deeper level? 
Um, there is a Facebook page. Uh, it's called Practical Lawful Descent um, International and then Dash Australia. And on that page, there's all these files and documents where people can um, read about it and and understand it better. Um, yep. I've had an interview with Jackie Phoenix. She's like the, she's like, she's kind of leading the movement um, yep. and she knows all about it. And I interviewed her and I have that on my Instagram and my Be Free With Thee page on Facebook. Awesome. I've also made a Telegram chat with all of those files um, that you find on the Facebook page for those who don't have Facebook. Uh, yeah, so we're doing our best to make the information easy for everyone, but it comes down to individual, um, the individual to take initiative and go and look that up. And yeah. I think this is a big factor to what's going on. Um, and we've given away our power and our responsibility to the government and it's time to take that back. I think yeah. it's a big lesson for humanity and we need to start, you know, taking initiative and not relying on others um, because like I said this is this is a war on information and if you're not going to do the hard work in learning and educating yourself you're going to be leaving yourself vulnerable to what is going on if that makes sense <laughs> mm -hmm. absolutely it makes sense and that's that's the hardest thing is you mean people developing their own individual will and individual call to action. So they are self-motivated to go learn and go educate and, and step in their own power instead of consistently looking elsewhere, right? All the time, because on some level, that savior program of always looking somewhere else for the solution to the answer is kind of why we're here in the first place. Um, and that's, that's the sleep that we've been lulled into over time, right? It's, I mean, look, look at Australia is the best country in the world. Australia is so easy to live in. Everyone go, go live in Australia, right? Um, and yes, it's a, it's, it's, it's a beautiful country and I love living here, but you can see now why it, this stranglehold was able to take so easily here because we are so complacent and we've been conditioned to just assume the best of, of our authority and the people that are supposedly looking out for us. Um, yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. I mean, like in common law, the two most um, important and fundamental principles are the first one being um, do not harm another or damage their property. Um, and the second is take responsibility for yourself. And that's that's all it is really like we need to get back to that. <laughs> yep. We've been spoon fed for too long and we've given our power away and um, relying on others it's just and that's I feel like this is a really big lesson um, with what's happening now we're learning that you know um, so yeah definitely I think that's going to be our clip right there that was that was right on point that, that last <laughs> little bit no I love that yeah <laughs> all right it's Dave. so simple you know yeah. it's really so simple oh yeah it, it is but it's don't the, harm no. another or their property take responsibility okay move on next yeah but we're just we're just so obsessed with with you mean the with living our life to as to what we assumed was normal right as to yeah. oh we just want to go to work we just want to come home we just want to watch tv we just want to you mean not be bothered but we're being fucking bothered we're being bothered <laughs> like, 
it's like that that fly that doesn't go away and now it's just keep coming back yeah exactly <laughs> exactly yeah yeah all right closing remarks to the people what do you what do you have okay closing remarks okay <laughs> man i could say a lot but look i just want people to um remember um that fear is a weapon that's being used against us in this time and to you know stay strong and to have faith and and to take responsibility for yourself <laughs> um but also you know remember that the that division is being used against us as well so mm -hmm. understanding that you know try not to fall into that that tactic that they're using against us and yeah keep keep going keep fighting i believe that we can overcome this and we need to unite and support one another during these times um and empower yourself with knowledge and yeah i think that's about it what else can i say <laughs> perfectly said yeah. um we yeah. really appreciate your time here today i think it's such an such an honorable cause that you've decided to take on and you're going all the way with, with, with the, with the Magna Carta, right. And no one else is really talking about this. No one else is really pointing that out saying, look here guys, right. There's, there could be a solution here. Um, so yeah, just super appreciative of everything that you shared, everything that you've said, everything that you stand, that you stand for. Um, where can people find you? Where should they go to, to reach out? What are your telegram groups, Instagram names? Um, okay, so I want Instagram as be free with D, um, yep. D being two E's. <laughs> um, I have a Facebook page, which is be free with D as well, but be space free space with space D. <laughs> yep. And I also have um, a Telegram group. It's called solutions with um, solutions to government control, but I have I have links um, to that in my bio on my Telegram. I mean, on my Instagram and my Facebook page as well. So awesome! We'll, yeah. we'll pop all those links in the show notes on the bottom of this episode. Regardless, um, thanks cool. for being you and thanks for being here for the truth. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks thank for you. Likewise. Thanks yeah. for having me. I really appreciate it. You guys are amazing. It's been um, a really beautiful podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks for taking time out of your day from planning a coup on federal courthouses and <laughs> and, uh, and and finding time to speak with us. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you. We'll have a, is it what time is it where you are? Uh it's uh 4:45 p.m. All right, we'll have a good evening. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank How's the you. future? Tell me how the future is in australia uh, it's sunny <laughs> it's, it's how's sunny. the next day <laughs> that always still trips me out you know when i think about australia is just like you're in the future it's so far it's an it's the next day and I, I just love australia so much i spent four months there back in 2000 and uh and i visited again in 2010 but i have such a love for australia and the people there so you know keep fighting don't let these psychopaths take control and uh you know yeah. we're gonna win this at the end of the day yeah all right guys thanks for listening to here for the truth we'll we'll see you next time peace take Bye. care smoke and mirrors i'm seeing through the illusion 
Waking up in a time they think you're in a delusion Somebody set the alarms cause they be too busy snoozing I'm in a DeLorean